Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Houlihan, and before we get to our fantastic show, I have to tell you about our upcoming shows. We will be returning to Inconceivable, or as I like to call it because that's how it's spelled, In-Con-Ceivable. That will be August 28th through the 30th in the Claritin Hotel and Conference Center in Northampton, Massachusetts. To all our Massachusetts fans, we love you guys. We can't wait to go back out there along with Grego, Shimmy Ninja, Charles Dunbar. We're doing a bunch of wacky stuff. I think we're hosting the cosplay competition now. We're doing a bunch of wacky, wacky stuff, so be sure to be there. Also, I don't usually talk about this, but I also help run a show called High Note Humor. We do an open mic every Wednesday at the Tap Room and Grill. It's located at uh, 427 West Crystal Lake Avenue in Haddonfield, New Jersey. And we have a big show coming up. We have Sam Morell. He's going to actually have a Comedy Central special coming out in October. He's going to be at High Note Humor on Friday, September 18th at 7 o'clock. I'll put a link for the tickets in the description, but please come out. He's a fantastic comedian. Tickets are going to be just 20 bucks, so come see Sam Morell, along with future guest Brian Isley, and hosted by past guest Neil Carroll. So we hope to see you for that as well. And as always, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Amazon. Please click the link below and shop as normal to support the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. And now, without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. Ready for a podcast? <laughs> Who's here for the podcast but are currently like looking at their phone and stuff? <laughs> this is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming at you live from Adventureland in the world's strangest mall. That's the Voorhees Town Center located at 2120 Voorhees Town Center. Voorhees Township, New Jersey. I am your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. I am joined, as always, by the illegitimate stepson to Rowdy Roddy Piper. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? Uh, I think you're uh, you're speaking of Wild Willie Prescott. Wild That's a Willie separate Prescott. person from me. Yes. Well, I had to bring up Piper since he passed away. I know. And this is our loving tribute to him. Is, is <laughs> Mildly the, mentioning yeah, him. He's telling the internet of our inside joke about your wrestling character that never came to fruition. So, <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah, now we got to wait a while or it'll seem insensitive <laughs> to, to launch that character now. Our guest this week is a video game world record holder. He also formerly used to be of Twin Galaxies and formerly part of the most successful puzzle challenge team at Dexcon. Please give it up for Bill Walter. How you doing, Bill? I'm doing. That's really about <laughs> All right. it. All right. Hot <laughs> start. Hot start. Right out the gate. So Bill holds a world record, multiple world records in the world of video games, correct? Yes, I do. What games do you hold the world record in? I have Super Monaco Grand Prix on the Genesis. 
I have yet to submit but have the DVD <laughs> ready for Cyberball. Okay. On, like, on the Genesis, Ferrari World Grand Prix Challenge. The problem is, you know, I don't think the world records actually mean anything anymore, so it's why even bother getting them? Well, you, you still did it, which is the thing. That is true. <laughs> what changed to make them mean less? Oh, we'll get into that. Is it the journey? <laughs> Just It's more the journey than the destination. Getting to the record. And then once you have it, it's like, eh. So tell us a little bit about these games. I'm not familiar with them. Well, Super Monaco Grand Prix is a racing game on the Genesis. Okay. Probably the best one. Uh, Ferrari Grand Prix Challenge is, again, another racing game, both Formula One-based games. Okay. And uh, every, excuse me, specific track in the game has its own record holder. Okay. So generally, you know, one person actually plays the game and calls themselves the world record holder. <laughs> okay. Which would and be the case for Ferrari Grand Prix <laughs> Challenge. I think I was the only person who actually owns that game. Oh. Well, that is a good plan. Just get a game that no one else owns. Somebody get on this. What's a really obscure game I, that I can become the king of? I've been trying to think of it since we started the podcast. I think it's called Spy Hunter or Spy Sniper. It was an NES game. I rented it from my local video store. It has two levels. Yeah, I believe that's Spy Hunter, and it's also a crazy popular game. Is it? What do you do? You're driving, and then you turn into a boat? No, 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 no. Spy Hunter. That's Spy Hunter, though, right? And I'm wrong. It was like Spy Sniper. Basically, there was one level where you were, like, avoiding a spotlight, but you couldn't really move. It was like one of those games you drive, and it would just be a repeating road. But for any, like somebody was like one of those ones you got at the dollar store. Yes, <laughs> it would just be the background. But that's moving. for NES. <laughs> I'm about two hours in. I as a child, I was like, I don't think this controller is even plugged in. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing anything. But I could hold the world record. So, and Cyberball was the third one. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I liked it in the arcade. It was one of those things where it had the big arcade cabinet for four people, and it's nice. Robotic football, basically. Okay. Rings a slight bell, other than the other two games. Because I was curious when you said that it was a racing game. So you hold the world record in all the tracks or just a couple of them? All of them, yes. All the... Dang. Well, he owns the only copy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Technically, any track. Not Super Monaco Grand Prix. (laughs) The other game I do. (laughs) And now I know that you used to work at or be associated with Twin Galaxies. And I know that when you originally wanted to come on the show that you wanted to kind of expose them as being fraudulent in some way. I mean, I don't well, want to put words in your mouth. That is correct. Well, it is. Okay. And they were. So you're telling me... Now, if, for the folks that may not know, Twin Galaxies was in charge of keeping the records of who had world records in video games. There, if you've ever seen the film uh, King of Kong which is a documentary about the high score of uh, Donkey Kong. Twin Galaxies is all over that movie. Uh, And they actually did partner with Guinness because they were supposed to be the official records. So you're telling me right now on this show that they're fraudulent. Yes. Oh, my God. Absolutely. We are busting this story open. So what makes them fraud? Like, can you give us an example of something that has been... uh, Actually, you know what? This is how I want to ask this question. Is Billy Mitchell a lie? No. Okay. Billy Mitchell I, I was my can hero say for that. a while. 
He holds the Pac-Man world record. But. He actually is a very good gamer, even though he's not competitively been in any events for 20-plus years now. We did a uh, Kong-Off competition in Flemington, New Jersey a few years back. He was one of the competitors, and he was still very good at Donkey Kong. The day right. before, I sat down and just watched him play, and you could tell that he was of the highest caliber of players for Donkey Kong. Gotcha. But now you're saying, though, that there are records on there that are, or were, because it's not really around anymore. At, well, at it is capacity. not. There's been a new group of owners that don't really care about the record side of it. They want to yep. do podcasts and, Gross. you know, <laughs> basically, you know, Sellouts. they've basically taken the name and tried to go in a completely different direction with it. And I think it's probably for the best. <laughs> I picture the knight from uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. But instead of chalices, it's just a bunch of dusty old school consoles, <laughs> joysticks, and, and he's just guarding the records. Because <laughs> I will say, I used to be a big fan of Twin Galaxies because I thought it was very interesting to see like who the best in the world was at everything. And I remember going through the records and just like nothing recorded yet, nothing recorded yet, nothing recorded for games like Smash Brothers. Is like. How fast can you beat Smash Brothers? No record held. I was like, I'm pretty sure people yeah, have beat be that game. <laughs> like, if I record something, it's not going to be amazing, but it would be considered the best if I sent it in? Well, there's always flaws in a system. Okay. Every system had a judge. <laughs> not recording records is a big flaw. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so, see, if I were the judge for the Nintendo 64, for example... Okay. You would have to, A, figure out who I was in the first place, which was part of the problem. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then you'd have to tape or DVD your recording and then send it to me. Okay. And then it would be completely up to me to actually bother to watch it. <laughs> the, right. This is how dysfunctional the now, model Twin Galaxies had. Now or when it was a little more in, prominent? In, in the pa- from when I was part of the ownership group of Twin Galaxies... To the previous iteration. Okay. Uh, at this point, Jace Hall owns Twin Galaxies and has fundamentally changed what, it what is. Twin Galaxies is. But from, I would say, 2013 to previous, uh, that was how the system worked. So, you know, if you were a friend of mine and I was a judge... I mean, you could just about say, hey, well, I got this score on this game. And then it would be completely to my discretion on if I believed you. And since you're a good friend of mine, <laughs> well, of course I believed you. So and then it just went up. It just went up as a score without any verification process whatsoever. Huh. That's I like the idea of hunting down the person that keeps track. <laughs> I keep going back to Indiana Jones. Oh, see, trying to track. I win uh, uh, Afro Samurai. Oh, yeah. It's just like, I must hunt I'm this person down. The number two and Nintendo headband. Yes. I have to find them and then play Ice Climber in front of them. <laughs> Look at me! <laughs> if I may, uh, a witness. Wit- witness, yes. Witness. Witness, exactly. Witness. <laughs> 
So now they were partnered with Guinness. Uh, yes. So you, are you saying that like the things that they printed were fraudulent or incorrect? I think incorrect would be the correct way to phrase it. <laughs> so it's not like someone watched the, the video and saw the high score and then ignored it. It was more of, I haven't gotten around to watching it, and I'm not going to. Basically, yeah. I mean, when I would have submissions sent to me, uh, basically the VHS or DVD tape would have a label on it and says, okay, here's the score, here's the game, here's the settings. And, you know, well, since when I was the head adjudicator... We uh, had a paid subscription, or not, excuse me, not subscription, submission that you had to pay to have us verify the record. Yes, Guinness does the same thing. Guinness actually broke the contract with Twin Galaxies because we changed to that system. Really? Yes. Huh. That's interesting. And their claim was, well, it should be free to submit a world record attempt. Except ask uh, Gen Con how much it costs them to have the two Guinness World Record judges show up. I'm sure it's very expensive. <laughs> I would say it's upward of $2,000. Oh, wow. Well, how so... do you become a judge for, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what for you Guinness? S- I'd love to be a judge. It's not like a, like a Magic the Gathering judge where you have to answer rules quite. You're just, it's, yep, an Ninten- playing it. <laughs> it's a Nintendo game. A button's been pressed. B button's been pressed. Well. That number is higher. Let me check. Higher than the last number. <laughs> Let me double. He wins! <laughs> you, see, you didn't check for a game genie. Ah, That's why you can't I be never a judge. Check. <laughs> I never check. So you were a judge. You're, you, yes. What did you judge? I suffered through 84 hours of watching someone play Cubert in my arcade. <laughs> What a great Was job. The record to play 84 hours of Cooper. <laughs> well, there was an old, what I would have to say, you know, it, to sugarcoat it, I could say it was misprinted because it was, I believe, 34 million on a game of Cubert. Oh, okay. I can't remember the name of the person who had the record. Yeah, that's not important. That's not important. <laughs> But you, you ask him, well, how long did it take to get this record score? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I was in Cubert zone. Yeah. Now, it would have taken him at least four full days of playing the game to amass a score of that level. Right. And it was, I think, a score that was set in 1986. Which, year. you know, goes back to the whole thing of well, I'm the arcade, I have a little sheet that I fill out and send it in to Twin Galaxies without any actual judge verification, and that just becomes the record. So arcades at the time would just fill out the form, and you know, you as the player would come up to me and say, well, I scored 30 million on Defender. Okay. And I would write that down and send it in. And it would be completely up to Walter Day or Robert Merzak, who was the head adjudicator at the time. You know, if they believed it or not, you know, it would either be the world record or not. 
this whole thing is really weird. <laughs> just to be like, yeah, I got that much. All right, let's put them in the book. But, like, for there to be so much corruption in something when you get really down to it is a really silly thing. Oh, oh, whoa. No, it's silly. It's silly. It's, it's, it's silly. silly, I think, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love video games and stuff like that. And I just, got, I just had this great idea. We should probably beat the world record in Q-Bert. <laughs> I don't want to spend 84 hours playing Q-Bert. I don't want Good. to spend 84 hours doing anything. No. Good luck. <laughs> well, I will just get some arcade guy to sign off. Cause I've been meeting yeah, t- I, I wouldn't know where any one of those were. I mean, did I ever tell you I, I scored $40 million, $40 million points in the Q-Bert? I remember I you mentioning yeah, that. I yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him doing so that. I was there. Yeah, I was there. yeah, that was that day that you <laughs> scored forty million in Cuba. Those days. Yeah, those day, those days you scored. Somebody write it down. Yeah. <laughs> Can someone sign my arcade sheet? <laughs> <laughs> but now you're saying that your scores though are legitimate. Of course. I certainly hope so. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Did you lie to back. you? <laughs> yes, I lied to myself about everything. I am just a lie. It's a perfect crime. So what's going like? So right now there is no like database of world records in terms of video games. Well, Twin Galaxy still has its own database, although of lies. I don't think they really <laughs> care about it anymore. Uh, yeah, Guinness dust, itself actually does all of the certification now, since Twin Galaxies and Guinness parted ways. But I've I've seen the gaming Guinness book, and I've noticed now it's things like game with the most collectibles, and you know game with the most pixels. It's like no, I want to know scores. I want to know who's winning at things. Yeah. You do know they got rid of scores in games in like two thousand seven. Some of them still, still have scores. Most most people go for time. I feel like there are people in this crowd. Yeah, that really somebody. like playing games for time. Oh, I love a good speed run myself, yeah, but I mean, I mean... The speed running community has been growing and is so huge, and the fact that there's not a clear place where you can say this is the fastest time... Well, I think there is. I mean, speed demo archives, they do their... Twitch, there is. Okay. Does Twitch... Doesn't Twitch have a record? E3 had a speed run, but does E3 keep track of the records? But I, I think we're still at a point where it's like, it's not every game. If I show yes. up with a, a semi-obscure game, and I was like, look, I am the fastest at this, they're going to have no one to be like, well, let me see if there's, there's not enough data if I'm just the one dude that, that's beating the game. Well, Speed Demo Archives actually has a decent verification process because you have to submit your run... And people in the forums will watch it and see, okay, well, if I'm familiar with this game, I'd know where you're attempting to cheat, circumvent the game. You know, what would be a sequence break when you go through the game in an order not originally intended mm-hmm. by yeah, the design of the game? Do they have a uh, head adjudicator, which I've now... Uh, Imagined as a guy in full plate, like a paladin style, yeah, that can absolutely. cast uh, detect arcade owner signature several times <laughs> per day. <laughs> so he, he does a dramatic entrance. Yeah, he pulls the sword out. He puts it down on the desk, and then he goes through his paperwork. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. it's signed. It's official. 
I've sounds... created a very nice world. Yeah. This is, these are the TV shows G4 should have been making <laughs> yeah. years ago. And that channel would still be around. Twin Galaxies Adjudicator. So, guys, we're 20 minutes in. I forgot to ask oh, the first no. question of the show. So let me, uh, let me do that. This is a random question left from a previous guest that I was supposed to ask, and I forgot all about it. Oh, this is mine. I put one in here. I don't believe you were a guest. Yes, I was once. Mm. Uh, And that is, uh, what was your first AIM screen name or online alias? Ooh, I like that question. Bill, what was your first screen name? Buzzkill. You were just Buzzkill? You got straight up Buzzkill? You got Buzzkill no numbers? Yes. Oh, wow. What a buzzkill. Yeah, can I tell you, uh, to me, (laughs) equally impressive, my AOL screen name was Willa Fett. Willa Fett? Willa Fett. Nobody had it. I couldn't believe it. Oh, wow. I was FF7 Cloud Fan 19. Oh, what a loser. <laughs> and I added. Why are you 19? You weren't 19. That's a lie. 19th, my birthday. Oh. February 19th. Uh, and were, the, here's the thing it, there was, it was open. Like, I didn't need to add numbers. <laughs> I just thought that was a thing you did for screen names. So I was FF7 Cloud Fan 19. When this goes live, I'll sign in again and just see if anyone says. <laughs> Well, See if anyone says hello to me. Oh, that's a good idea. But you added the 19 to it. You already added a number. Yeah, I added like an idiot. <laughs> like, I could have just been FF7 Cloud fan. God. And that would have been valuable. Yes. Because I wasn't a fan of Final Fantasy I get VII. right. Can't you sell your screen names now? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I bet you will. I bet in 10 years you'll they'll aim they'll, our, like, uh, nostalgia need will get so high, AIM will come back, and then people want the prime AIM screen names. <laughs> yeah, like Friendster accounts. <laughs> yeah. And Zangas. So if anybody oh, wants yeah. Silent Bob Metallica, but Metallica spelled wrong, <laughs> it's well, available. You, you might be in luck because, you know, supposedly they're finally remaking Final Fantasy VII. Yes. Finally. Uh, you know what? That's a good time to have that screen name. Yeah. You are primely yeah. set up. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, were a visionary. And if it comes out in 2016, that'll be exactly 19 years after uh, the original came out. Oh, I hit the, the, the AIM screen name jackpot, ladies I don't want to lowball it, but $5 million. Probably $5 million <laughs> is what that's worth. So I'm gonna Start be, at eight and, and yeah, let them work you I'm down. Gonna be, I'm going to be coming into mo- some money soon, guys. <laughs> so everybody's getting jet skis. Get excited. <laughs> so we like to geek out on this show. <laughs> and we do with the same call what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're playing. Try to talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, and what we're playing. Bill, you're new to the group. What have you been watching besides Qbert? Am I? This is a family show. I don't believe I can actually uh, properly answer that question. No, right. no I, everyone I it is. Everyone listening... Uh, Talking and currently here in the room has been looking at porn. If that you don't need to say porn, that's just assumed. Okay. So then I I would. Uh, oh yeah, some people are looking at porn right now. Well, don't go into detail though. Uh, that, no, no, what I'm saying is that. skip that because <laughs> you're like, what are you watching? Porn? Yeah, we know, but what else? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you YouTube right videos. On? YouTube, okay. anything good? I watch a lot of YouTube. Some kids on it's, fire. Uh, stop a douchebag. It's a uh, Russian group of activists that. <laughs> Try to uh, curb people from breaking the uh, rules of the road in Russia. 
It's oh, a frequent I, problem. Yeah, they, they like stand in front of cars and stuff, right? And then they put these hilariously large stickers on them. Yes, I have seen this. That, that's, I'm glad that's not around here, but it, it's funny in other countries, that's for it's sure. It's funny when it happens to Russians. <laughs> I think between that and Shark Tank, that's about the entirety of what I'm watching. Shark Tank sucks me in all the time. I, I, there was an episode where they, they didn't go on some beach weird game that looked dumb, and now it's selling in my town constantly. And oh, I, really? I hate I'm like, Shark Tank didn't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> Shark Tank told me this is garbage. <laughs> Ruining things. How about you, Will? What have you been watching? I can't remember if I talked about Ant-Man last week. I don't think you did. It's the perfect movie. It's so good. I really enjoyed Ant-Man. I wouldn't go as far as to say it was a perfect It's not the perfect movie. I just, I like it so much and I feel like it's not getting enough. The, see, this is what I've heard the most is, hey, I heard Ant-Man flopped. I heard Ant-Man flopped. I was it's like, not, it do- made millions of yeah, dollars. I, well, my concern that the weekend after I saw it was that it was going to flop because I keep hearing that and then I looked at it. It's financially just doing it. It's fine. Yeah. It's not like... They, they Avengers one blockbuster. Yeah, they said but it's, it's doing one of fine. the lowest grossing Marvel films, not counting the Hulk. Which is st- it a, the Hulk didn't do bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it, we only doubled our money. Ugh. If you throw it next Darn. to the billions of dollars <laughs> Avengers made, sure you can make it feel pretty Titanic bad. Titanic was a flop. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Financially, it flopped. It's just. And it, it is a really fun movie. I, I thought it it fixed everything that I, I was worried about stuff, and it made it it almost like there were scenes where they shrink and they fight and they zoom out and let you know how dumb and little this tiny fight yeah. is, and how dumb and little I don't know. I don't, it felt like it was making fun of itself. Yes, and like, I really appreciated the, the, it. The timing of the shrinking and like pulling back were, was spot on. When I, the bad guy gets wrecked by Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh yeah. That made the movie for me. I, at that point, I'm just like, two thumbs up, yeah. winner. It was a great movie. I would say the only issue I had is there are many times during that film where I was like, why is this just a Hank Pym movie? That All the stuff he keeps talking about is really interesting. Why don't they just, oh, he's a monster. That's yeah. right. He... He's a monster of a character. Smacked his wife around. Yes. No wonder she vanished. Disappeared into nothingness. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, I can't. It's not been long enough that I can do the the end spoiler or the yeah. End I don't want to spoil. Stuff. Yeah, I'll get to it. I have a lot of opinions about the end credits. As do I. As do I. I thought it was cool though. Uh, did you see the Deadpool trailer? Yes, I did. I don't want to. I don't want to steal two things. Uh, but. I, I did watch it, and my reaction to it was: skip the origin, skip the origin, and get the fun Deadpool stuff. Don't want to see this part. Yeah, don't I, need to hear about Wade's girlfriend. And I, I think th- I unless got it's f- death or domino. Yeah, feeling that they're gonna blow through that. I don't like Deadpool. I have not liked Deadpool what? for a very long time. I think he's. I don't like the jokes. I think he's too cartoony. Uh, I liked him. He used to be... That like, game is great. I, I haven't played the game. It might be. But Sorry, he, I, I'm going to have to side with Will on this one. Yeah, Deadpool He fan. used to be like a, uh, this sharp commentary on the comics industry a lot of the time, and then he got so popular that he just became the problem he used to make fun of. Uh, like, and right. so I, I, I haven't liked him. I, the trailer looked all right. Yeah, I, I thought the trailer was good. I, I, greatly, I like his outfit. 
Yes. It's all. It looks like it's all practical. Like it's not CG. Yeah, in the original trailer they showed, he looked a little CG-ish. Well, I think they did that before they like finessed it. Yeah, but now it looks much better. So. And he makes fun of Green Lantern. Yes, so he's he does. Doing a little fourth wall breaking. So. Super and super important. Uh, I've been watching. Uh, it's all today. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching uh, on Netflix. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, I haven't seen it. The series. Oh my god, it's it's a beautiful thing. Spoiler. Uh, I won't spoil anything. I didn't even want to know if it was good or not. Uh, I I will say that like from a, a viewer point of view, everyone pretty much looks the same, <laughs> despite the fact that it's twenty years ago. Uh, it's also a prequel, which I thought was a weird choice since everyone's <laughs> <laughs> it's been twenty years. Let's go back in time, and I was like. But everyone, other than uh, Michael Showalter's put on a few pounds, but other than that, everyone looks the same, like to a creepy point. <laughs> and it is a beautiful, beautiful... Maybe they just looked horrible 20 yeah, years maybe. ago. <laughs> maybe it's that's quite all. possible. But, like, everybody's in it, which is crazy to me. Is that, like, they got they Bradley the, Cooper. They, did they get the kids back? Uh, so, some of the kids might be older. I don't know. I... I've hung out and partied with the goth girl that oh, really? uh, hangs out with the, the nerdy guy. Yeah, I She went to college with my sister. Well, I haven't, she hasn't shown up yet. She may. <laughs> but uh, I think the, the thing about this show is it rewards you for really paying attention. The jokes are so fast and so small that if you're not like really watching, things will get missed. Uh, like, for example... Uh, Someone's looking. I won't spoil anything, but somebody needs something. So they're like, here, call this person. And they take out a pen and paper and they just write phone number and <laughs> hand it to them. <laughs> Not an act, just the words phone number. And like, it's blink and you miss it. And, and it's just those types of small, fast jokes. I'm about halfway through the series and it's wonderful. So check out Wet Hot American Summer, the weird prequel that probably shouldn't have happened, but it did and it's great. That's the full title. Okay. <laughs> Bill, I'm throwing it back to you. What you reading? Reading? People read? Oh, uh, no. Uh, we, we've also, we include audiobooks or podcasts or... Cause, cause we'll Don't choose. you listen to podcasts, though? Yeah, but it, 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 that's the world we live in now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I was reading back a bunch in of day, instruction manuals books. at Gen Con <laughs> for all of the RPGs I tried to play. Well, Ben Franklin, uh, Farmer's Almanac, uh, America's First Podcast. <laughs> Throwing it out there. I'm sorry. Go on. I mean, that, the, I mean, that's really about it. I mean, Gen Con was last week, and, you know, try out a whole bunch of new games. So, I mean, reading rules and, you know, RPG shenanigans, you know, I don't read much. The first thing I what do with a game is throw the instruction book right in the garbage. That's going to limit your enjoyment. Yeah, that's... that's no. Tough. If I can't figure out how to play the game in those 15 minutes, the rest of the game goes in the garbage right with it. There's a <laughs> lot of games in the garbage <laughs> over at Bill's place. <laughs> Throw it in the pile. All these white blocks. <laughs> Where's the horse move? Ah, was, throw it away. Sheep, Not learning chess. Sheep in Settlers of Catan was mine. Oh, I sheep blocks. Good job. Are there blocks? I don't know. Meeples. I threw the game out. I couldn't figure it out. It's on the pile. <laughs> yeah, don't throw them in the trash. There's just a pile. Top of backgammon and mousetrap. <laughs> a mouse lives in the pile, ironically <laughs> enough. Well, what are you reading? 
Uh, I just finished American Gods. Oh yeah, I forgot that. That's oh my god, doing. that's amazing. Yeah, there was yeah there wasn't a time I didn't like it. The the middle part where he's in that town. If you, screw you if you haven't read it. It's not a spoiler. And then the end epilogue is it could have been a, a season of True Detective. That was probably my favorite part, and that those weren't really in the book anyway. It's so it's just great. Yeah. Every part of it is is interesting, and I loved it. All right, I'm, I will add it to my list. I mean, the list is long <laughs> since I've only been reading one book for two years now. <laughs> that book doesn't end. I hope you've realized that. Well, guys, <laughs> you have openly admitted that pages are adding themselves. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I've been reading House of Leaves. Uh, Two strange things have happened uh, in this last chapter. Uh, I'm on the chapter uh, where it's called The Rescue, and another team is now venturing down the steps to try to save the first team that was down the steps. uh, I forgot there was a narrative plot to this book. Yes. It's been so long. This whole chapter is just like one paragraph per page and then blank. Yes. So I've been moving at a pretty decent clip. blacklight it? Uh, No, I forgot to do that. I forgot to blacklight it. But there was one little fun thing that happened where I was reading. I was like, all right, this is pretty good. All right, I'm done for the night. And I put it down. And then when I came back to it, right where I had stopped, the next paragraph said, some time passed. And then we rejoined Navison. I was like, ah, that is correct. Good job, book. (laughs) Nailed it. That is exactly what happened. But the one thing that's happened that I'm legit a little worried about is there's a lot of like appendixes and stuff that you got to flip back to, and there are times where you are told to go to an appendix that you've actually already read, but there's a lot of them, so I don't remember. Uh, so I always like write notes in the margin of this book. This book is already full of footnotes, and now it has no Hulahan footnotes in it. So it told me to go to this one appendix. I was like, all right, let's see what's in it, and there wasn't a lot of information there, but. There was a note that I wrote and erased. And I was like, now I don't know what I was trying to tell me. Because I've been reading this for so long that I have no idea what that note was. There's probably a reason I erased it. Now I'm just doing it to myself. Yep. <laughs> and you will forever. <laughs> that you've fallen into the, like the Greek... Uh, tragic tragedy of this book <laughs> is that until you learn to just walk away, you'll never, you're trapped. See, that's like the weird, no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the issue I'm having with it is it's such a slog to read because it's such a yeah. difficult read that I'm not sure if I'm enjoying it anymore. You're not. But like, I still want to conquer it. You won't. That's the hubris. <laughs> just leave it alone, just walk away. But you never will. You'll do this forever. (laughs) I was out for a while, and then I found it again. Or it found me. And now there's like a part of me that wants to start it over (laughs) because I'm so confused. Oh, that'll work real well. pushing that rock up that hill, Noah. (laughs) I'm sure there's an end to it. Yeah, it's when that rock comes tumbling back down and you see him stuck to it. I'll get it it up there. (laughs) I'm not sure if you know this, but I hold the world record in Cubert. <laughs> Great at jumping up hills. I don't know if that's been adjudicated. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe the uh, proper adjudication I'm process need you has to been. Sign uh, my permission slip. You know. 
that says that I'm a champion. That's a that would be a good movie. You have to find an arcade so they can sign your you you beat the world the Cubert world record like ten years ago and you forgot to get that to send it in. <laughs> it's my score is going to expire tomorrow. <laughs> I got the slip right here. I just need it signed by an arcade yeah. owner. Oh no! Yeah. We got to go to Wisconsin. A week ago, I met the world's hottest girl. <laughs> But she only cares about people who have the world record in Q-Bird. I got it like 10 years ago, but I never got it signed. We got to go to California. Arc laid. Uh, it's a working title. We will... <laughs> Please go to our Indiegogo page. <laughs> Sorry, let us take it to I'm, great. I was, I was trying to think of a good title. Because our glade does not. <laughs> Q-Word's getting me, exclamation point, pound signed outside. All right, all right. No, I don't no? Like all right. We can put that in the in the trailer, maybe. Some we'll Q-Bert make it talk. an Indiegogo reward that you can name this fi- nameless film currently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You give us a couple thousand, you could name you it. You can name now. it. You could add pages in script. I don't care. You, pro- <laughs> you probably just do it. We're probably going to have lost interest by the time. But this is funded. We'll have some other crazy idea we're working on. You send me ten bucks in the mail, I'll send you a letter, a written out letter that says this is your idea now. <laughs> yeah, let's just sell it. That's a good idea. All right, that might Bill. be the best you, Indiegogo if, perk if ever. If someone sends me ten dollars, I will give you a uh, uh, a plot for a movie. Oh, we should sign up for Fiverr. Ooh, what's that? Fiverr is this website you can sign up for and you can buy something for five dollars and sell something for five dollars oh, i'm selling so many movie ideas yeah so if, like if you want an insane movie idea give plus two comedy five bucks on the fiverr I, account i'll set an alarm to wake me up at four in the morning and i'll write you a movie yeah. plot and then i'll go <laughs> you've back you've never to heard of fiverr no oh my friend josh carter has it and there's a a woman that will say anything you want for five dollars <laughs> so uh, my buddy Josh Carter got her to say, uh, it's time for Josh Carter coming at you live with a comedy vibe. And now he just plays that whenever he's going on stage to do comedy. <laughs> Great use of $5. Yeah, hey. Yeah. There, there's a girl that will hula hoop for you. There, it's a great website, guys. Fiverr.com proudly supports the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. We're going to check that out now. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Go to our Fiverr page, guys. Do we have a fiber? We're going to now. We're going to give out movie ideas. Uh. You were right here a moment ago. <laughs> oh, did you want in? <laughs> Go to Will's fiber account that I set up for him. I almost want to know if I'm in on this, too. I mean, I have to be part of this idea, right? You can't split $5 three ways. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. That's well, too mad. 2 each side. But, like, you guys you both get, like, $2, and then I get, like, the loan other dollar? We're going to have to find like, a Fiverr lawyer Yeah, for $5. Like I'd be, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I'd be okay with that. Like, I'm just, you know, along for the ride anyway. I mean, come on. I, I don't like expect the lion's it share. It's a website that you can make $5 off of, and we immediately become greedy. No! <laughs> You're not getting any of my $5! <laughs> Taking over the world with his wife. <laughs> Bill, I'm going to throw it back to you because we're still doing a podcast, I think. What? <laughs> what have you been playing? I heard you went to Gen Con. A bunch of LARPs. That was about as much explanation as the reading segment got from you. 
What LARP did you do? A bunch, Noah. Name one. Pick your favorite. All right, my favorite went... It used to be a Nero-based live-action role-play, but they've changed it, changed the system, simplified it, and now it's just dungeon crawl. Okay, so it's just you hacking and slashing your way that through? That doesn't seem like a good system for a LARP. It's fun. You beat people with foam weapons. I mean... I mean, whole, you seem. I bet you'd be on board with that. No, but why? Why LARP if you're not gonna at least get a little bit of like a character going? I could go out on the street and just start bopping people with a foam sword. I'm dungeon crawling. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> level two is the cops. <laughs> it's real. No t- one's seen level three. <laughs> level three is prison. Oh, sorry. No, I thought that was the SWAT team. If you can do that well <laughs> against level two <laughs> with your foam sword. No, he's got a foam mace. We are going to need helicopters. This is not a LARP for minorities either. I would not suggest. <laughs> it is infinitely less fun. <laughs> that it just occurred to me. So what happened on your dungeon crawl, Bill? How'd that crawl go? Go well? <laughs> Crawl around the dungeon? Hit some things? Please say words, Bill. <laughs> Need you to come in? <laughs> you kind of derailed things here. I'm Give sorry. me some details about the LARP, Bill. Oh, th- all right. Details. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I'm so- I had to Was stop. Was it a Fight Club LARP? Can you not speak <laughs> about it? <laughs> I just had to compose myself. To stop laughing, and you make me laugh again. You're not helping yourself here. All right, I'll stop talking. They, they give each guy a foam sword in a circle of dudes, and then the guy, run, the Tyler Durden, comes out and just dumps a bunch of D4s on the ground. <laughs> Let's make this real! <laughs> yeah, they hurt. They would hurt if you fall. <laughs> if this is your first time at Fight Club LARP, Fight Club. Fight Club you LARP. have to pretend fight. <laughs> If someone passes out, goes limp, gets hurt, sprains an ankle, Calls scrapes their a knee, mom. <laughs> LARP is over. <laughs> Rule three, no shoes. Rule four, no shirts. Unless you're self-conscious, it's fine. Well, no it's shirt, all, it's all about shirt. the chainmail. Okay. It is all about the chainmail. Because chainmail armor and foam weapons is just the best thing ever. Because yeah. you just feel nothing. Yes. Yeah, pool noodle versus metal. <laughs> I'm gonna go with metal every time. This doesn't seem. You don't gotta like act out. You're getting hit, so you're just wailing on each other with no pain. Well, of course, but when you play as the NPC, you kind of throw the curveball at the player group. So chainmail fist. No. 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 <laughs> Like this less and less. <laughs> See, what you have to do is get the whole party to do the hokey pokey, of which I was successful in doing this. This is a weird turn. Yes. I was ready for this. Okay, all right. Well, you, you got to throw you had a something. hokey pokey weakness, and that's how you got destroyed? <laughs> uh, yeah, we were destroyed by dance. Uh, uh, we were destroyed by the hokey pokey, uh, the YMCA dance. Ooh, the deadliest of the dances. <laughs> I, I actually felt the most pain from 
I'm a little teapot. Ooh, yeah. Not the that's first right. person to say that. That, that was just a Steam brutal onslaught, and I just had no chance against that attack whatsoever. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> what was this LARP called? Dungeon Crawl. Oh, well, that's a good name. This... <laughs> It really seems like you panic said LARP, and now you've just been filling information. <laughs> well, it's all I do at Gen Con anymore is, you know, I go like 10 feet away and play games on demand RPGs when I'm too tired from wearing chainmail. A little tire out. It's heavy. You know, they're basically they set up four rooms and throw a bunch of, you know, pretend monsters at you with basically people wearing skeleton masks or werewolf masks or goblin masks and whatnot, and, well, you just beat each other up. Yeah. Move on to the next room, and, oh, there's a puzzle. So the people who weren't fighters have something to do because, you know, who wouldn't want to be a fighter when you're wearing chain mail and beating people with foam weapons? I, I, That's true. I just like I pictured a, a a barbarian still raging, assuming that's a thing. Finding a, a puzzle, what is this? And just start whacking, just a like a, a a jigsaw puzzle, just a regular. That was the puzzle, and he's just wailing on a pile of pieces. That's with a wrong. Sword. He's like, never going to get it. <laughs> How about you, Will? What have you been playing? Uh, LARP. No way. <laughs> no, I I wish. Uh, although I am gonna, I talked to a very nice gentleman at uh, Decton, and there's a LARP I'm gonna check out. So oh, really? We'll talk about that. Stay tuned. Yeah, plus two gambling podcast. Um, it's been fun. I, I beat. I'm going backwards in Fallout time because I beat New Vegas, and now I'm just doing regular Fallout Three, and appreciating all the changes they made for New <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> it's a nice way to play a video game. You go to, from Halo Two to Halo One. You're like, man, I miss some stuff. Yeah. I like the, the, the world and the role-playing better, like the, the people in it better, but the system was just really refined for New Vegas. Yeah. I cannot wait for Fallout. Yeah, I think I'm going to jump down the rabbit hole this time. Oh, it's such a great I have game. a system that will actually play it, so <laughs> I might as well get it. Are you going to have a Pip-Boy? You're not, because they stopped making them. I'll have a Pip-Boy, though. No, I'm not going to go that So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use it because I can put my phone in it, and I'm going to call you on my Pip-Boy and let you know how awesome it is. Well, they didn't release Fallout Shelter on Android, so I'm going to just go ahead and assume that Pip-Boy's not going to come to Android either. So No, no, no. no. It, they said they promised it would fit my phone. Yeah, you're, it'll fit your phone. It doesn't mean it'll run the app. I don't like your negativity. I think you're just jealous because I have a Pip-Boy. I have the idea of a Pip-Boy. Well, future you have an, concept I- you have an iPhone, right? <laughs> Let me check. No. Ooh. <laughs> I thought that was the iPhone 7. Ooh. No, this is this is the cracked up uh, screen LG Optimus Ooh. Prime. <laughs> you might have a useless pit boy, my no. friend. No. It'll fit. Shut up. All right. What are you playing? I'm sure it'll fit in a box, dude. <laughs> I'm positive of that part. Or can I just adjust it with springs? Uh, guys, I, uh, I went to... Uh, Ocean City uh, a little while ago and went to the arcades. <laughs> yeah, who did, did you see anybody there? Like any? Yeah, I had I had a lot of friends. Yeah, with a lot me. of friends. It was a good time. Lives in Ocean City. You could probably could have run into. Well, them. I ran a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. All right, go on. <laughs> like friends that live in Ocean City and like arcades and that <laughs> frequent one 
Yeah. <laughs> no, that's too, that's too specific. Too specific. People might figure out that I'm talking about me. Oh. So why do you like arcades and video games? I'm out of here. And do a podcast with me. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, he's leaving. <laughs> he's gotten further away. Will! Is that Bill, you're in charge. I gotta go get. I gotta go get Will. I believe we've just witnessed the first plus two comedy rage quit. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Hold on. It's going south real quick. Well, well, I'm, back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> uh, I played. I new- hope that works. It. <laughs> <laughs> I can edit. It'll be ah, fine. sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, I played the new uh, arcade Star Wars game. Like, the, the new one? Yeah, oh, the there one, is a new one. Yeah, you yeah, get into yeah. like a pod. Yes. And I was like, oh, I am ready for an experience. And they just they figured... They have that Ocean City? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> back. Right. Yeah, yeah, it'll still be the there. arcade's closed. Um, so, uh, basically, it is a normal Star Wars game, but they put a door on it. So you're like, oh, this Exclusive. is so special. I better put $2 into this. The screen is kind of curved around you so you can see. And basically, they show a movie of Star Wars, and then you press I a button. I love movies of Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I love three movies of Star Wars. I'm like, I'm like I want to destroy the Death Star. And they're like, that's too hard. And I was like, all right. <laughs> was there a guy there? <laughs> no, 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 no. There's an, a little ghost Obi-Wan on this side. No, no, no. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'll fly around Hoth. That'll be cool. Uh, so I did the Hoth level. And basically, it's a joystick with one hand and then a thruster on the other Ooh, side. Ooh, they've added stuff. Yeah. The thruster you just put all the way, and then it stays there for the rest of the game. <laughs> and you fly around using the joystick, uh, quotation fingers, because it's just, a, you're on rails. You just control the reddit, like the, you, the crosshairs? You sort of do. Like, there's so many times where it's like, oh, I'm just missing all these rocks. And I'm like, no, if I did nothing, I would... No, no, but I mean, because that is the original Star Wars arcade game. You don't control where you go. You just control where you shoot your gun. That's basically what it was. And then there was, like, a button for special attack that only happens when it says, hey, it's time to hit your special (laughs) attack. Like, there was no boss, and I failed. I didn't save Hoth or whatever the hell I was trying to do. But uh, I didn't wrap up up some adats. They did not save Hoth. In the movie, either so I oh, think right, that's good. I kept yeah, canon, yeah. guys. <laughs> I, I think you pretty much stuck to the script, mm-hmm. so I think you did good. Yeah, Admiral Veers blew up that shield generator, and that's going to do it. General for Veers, w- I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry, Admiral Ozel, General Veers. You, you can edit what, that, right? Jureed and what you playing? <laughs> <laughs> we end all of our podcasts with a game. Uh, this week we were putting up Batman, A Death in the Family. It's the Ooh. one where Robin dies. That's not a spoiler. It's on the cover. Uh, yeah, there it is. He might not be dead. Bill, what did you bring? I brought a board game. Oh, t- say what name. it is. It is Dragon Strike. <sighs> yes, it is a board game with a VHS. I know. That you have to watch while playing. I, it really I, I always understood this as kind of, it's, it's D&D, but the VHS tape is your dungeon master. Yes. Yes! So to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member. Oh, I know it's bad. Don't say that. Don't whisper that to me. A need to bring a prize as well. What would you guys bring this week? I see a DVD copy of Mean Girls. I see a Highlander (laughs) comic book. And is that RoboCop? Ooh. And uh, GGE Soy Ramen Crackers. 
I already own a copy of Mean Girls. I don't know. This I is don't... a common problem on this show. So would you like Highlander and, and RoboCop, or would you like the, the snacks? The choice is yours, Bill. I, I think, uh, Will, can you uh, eliminate one of the other two? I eliminated one. I think it's only right you be able no, to eliminate one of the other no, two. No, it's our right? show. You have to choose. Just, I have to choose? Yeah. Yes. I don't have a coin to flip. Oh, my God. Just use your brain. No. Oof. Highlander, way to go. Come on up here, Highlander. We're running over. Come on up here. Introduce. Your, turn your mic on and introduce yourself. Introduce. Introduce. It's Ian. Hey, Ian. Welcome back on the show. Good to be here. Why didn't anybody set up a chair for me? We thought you'd just bring one. You were in has, one. Apparently, this one is broken. Yes, Thanks for is, telling me, guys. It's working we pretty well it. for you, so. I'm We're going to play an old plus two comedy standby. We're going to play Google Feud. I will pull up a part of a Google search. You need to tell me one of the top ten uh, finishes for this Google search. So we're going to start with Ian. Okay. Everyone will get a chance, a chance to answer. Everything tastes... Dot, dot, dot. How would you finish that Google search? Terrible. Everything, terrible. Terrible. Not on there. Mm-hmm. I may have spelled it wrong. I mean, that's it on may, you. It may have autocorrected to Tribble, uh, but Tribble wasn't on there either. <laughs> How would you end this? Everything tastes... Salty. Salty. That is the number one answer. That's good for 10,000 points. Oh, wow. Will? Wow. Uh, everything tastes... Everything tastes... Like black? Like black. That's an interesting choice. Um. <laughs> Because I don't know what your Yeah, maybe you shouldn't cheat. Be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tried to cheat. Not I'm not. <laughs> Every, everything tastes like soap, like dirt, spicy, sour, funny, like metal, bitter, bad, sweet, and salty. Okay, I wouldn't have got I was going to go with hot dogs. So <laughs> Everything tastes yeah. like hot dogs. What a nightmare. <laughs> Man, but it's staying on a food theme. Uh, Bill, we're going to start with you. Recipe for... Oh, blank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Recipe for... Destruction. Ooh, good answer. Destruction. Not on there. Recipe four, Will? Uh, chili. Chili. Not on there. What? Ian? Chicken. Chicken. Ooh. Not on there. What? Stuffed bell peppers, bread pudding, fried green tomatoes, banana bread, meatloaf, peach cobbler, chicken salad, squash casserole. What? Baked beans and banana nut bread. Apparently, the internet loves banana bread. I love banana bread. All right, Will, we're going to start with you. This is, we don't have a lot of time, so this is going to be our final round. Vincent. Price. Price. There's a picture of him hanging up in this very store. Vincent Price is the number four answer. Nice. Nice. Ian. Van Gogh. Ooh. It's V-A-N <laughs> space <laughs> G-O-G-H. Thank you. You're welcome. And the, it's the number two answer. Good for 9,000 the whole points. thing Vincent Van Gogh Doctor Who episode? <laughs> if this is the last round, I've already won. So can so I just like... Shut up. 
Just play give the like game. a completely <laughs> troll answer. It, yeah, do whatever you, do you want. Do whatever you want. All right. Tell a story about sp- LARPing. <laughs> I will do exactly that, only because you <laughs> asked. But no, I, I'm going to go with a Sukoden character and uh, Vincent Dubois. D E B O U L E. He's in Sudoku, you said? Sukoden. Believe it or not, not on there. What a shock. Martella, Vincent Chase, Vincent Jackson, J- Vincent Galgo. Galgo. These are all made up. Vincent Valentine. All right, that's uh, a real one. Vincent Plaza, Vincent Price, Vis- Vincent Carthier, Vincent Van Gogh, and Vincent D'Onfrio? D'Onfrio. D'Onfrio. Oh, that makes more sense. Yes. He's number one. Oh, that's but the one I should have thought of. That's I was going to say that. Your winner by a mere 1,000 points. Yeah. Is Bill, you put that on the... That's a world record. Yeah. <laughs> send it in I, I, I will send that in as uh, I believe I am the world record holder of the uh, plus two comedy... Uh, Google feud. Google host feud. versus guest okay. versus audience. I, I will make sure because this will be verified through the podcast itself. Oh, yeah. excellent. I'll sign your paper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ian, thank you so much for coming up here. Give it Thanks up for Thanks for Ian. being here. Bill, we got to get out of here. Anything you want to plug or say? You got a Twitter or something? No. <laughs> I, I, I avoid Twitter like the plague it is. All right. I just want no part of that. I, just, I thought it would be nice of me to ask. <laughs> All right, Bill, uh, thank you for being on the show. Will, anything to add? Uh, I'm still taking Predator versus suggestions with the hashtag SpetsnazDolphins. That is a very confusing way to I know, do it. isn't it? <laughs> I really want to limit the number of these I have to do. It's up to two, which is more than I had planned on. I googled Predator podcast, none about the Predator. Are, are you sure? Is it all, it's all to catch a Predator? It's all to catch a Predator and hunting. All right, upcoming shows, guys. Next week, August 13th, voice actor and stand-up comedian TJ Del Reno might be on this show. <laughs> So be sure to be here for that. Then on August 20th, it's the South Jersey stand-up champion. Brian Isley will be on the show. And then August 27th, the host of Introducing the First Appearance Podcast. Mark Henley and Jack Steiger will be on the show. So be sure to be here for that. It's going to be fantastic. Also, give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on podcastland.com. Make us the podcast of the month. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter. And uh, yeah, also, check out our new website, plus2comedy.wordpress.com because plus2comedy.com is broken. And we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. You'll always be daredevil to me. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. Welcome back.